Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Steelers' A-plus draft puts even more pressure on QB Kenny Pickett and his make-or-break sophomore season. The question is, can Kenny deliver? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Stellas so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. We last saw Steelers QB Kenny Pickett on stage at Acrosure Stadium, where he promptly chugged a beer at the Luke Combs concert. Pickett was all of Pittsburgh in that moment. It capped a celebratory weekend that saw the Khan artist, that's GM Omar Khan, shrewdly draft key building blocks that should take the 2023 team to new heights and just might give rise to the next great Steelers era. There's the towering but agile and athletic tackle Georgia Bulldog Broderick Jones, who will now protect Pickett's blind side and road grade for the running game. The pick completes a sweeping off-season upgrade of the offensive line that was long in coming in Pittsburgh. Sure, they could sure use a, a better center, but the improvement in protection and run blocking, at least on paper, looks to be game-changing. The picket fence has been built in Pittsburgh. There's the two tall, lanky cornerbacks led by the favorite out of Penn State with the Steelers' bloodlines, Joey Porter Jr. He's joined by Purdue's Corey Trice Jr. to form the Big Ten Wonder Twins in the secondary. Whether they clamp down on opposing passing attacks by Joe Burrow and the other dominant quarterbacks in the arm-heavy, pass-happy AFC remains to be seen. But as one Steelers coach quipped, they'll sure look great getting off the bus. My favorite pick is the Godzilla-like tight end who could turn out to be a monster in the red zone. Pairing Darnell Washington, yet another champion bulldog, with the sure hands of Pat Fryermuth should give Pickett plenty of options to put up scores, which will be sorely needed if the Steelers are to compete with the offensive powers of the AFC. To temper opponents scoring just a bit and to apply some heat to all those prolific passers, the Steelers added meat to the defensive line in the form of Keanu Benton and heat on the edge from linebacker Nick Herbie. Both of these front seven additions come courtesy of Wisconsin that's the same college football system that produced Pittsburgh's premier pass rusher, T.J. Watt. Herbig's addition also adds to the Steelers' growing tandem of brothers who are teammates. Even in highly skeptical Steelers nation, this year's draft crop 
went down as smoothly and satisfyingly as Kenny Pickett's onstage beer. Of course, judging a draft class before the ink is even dry on the new player's draft cards is pure folly. At minimum, it takes three NFL seasons to separate pretenders from potential stars. So while the new draft class has greatly raised expectations for 2023, whether all that optimism is warranted will largely be determined by the 2022 draft class. One player in particular. I'm talking, of course, about Kenny Pickett. Steelers took him at pick 20 out of Pitt as the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger. Pickett's strong finish to the 2022 season that began with him on the bench for the first three and a half games has those black and gold fans believing Kenny is who they think he is, namely their storied football franchise's next franchise passer. Since then, Pickett's been doing all the right things. He worked out on his own time with his receivers. He buckled down on the playbook under off-criticized offensive coordinator Matt Canada, and he's bulked up in the weight room, packing on a dozen or so pounds of pure muscle. But until Pickett picks up his game during this all-important sophomore season of his, it's all promise and potential, not production. Pickett must show he and the Steelers are capable of much more than plodding up the football field. This kind of slow-scoring team can't be a contender in the absolute points fest that is the AFC. Division is crowded with passing talent, and it just became more so with the defection of future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Pickett enters 2023 far down the list in the AFC arms race. To move up and to carry his team with him, Pickett must use his newfound pass protection, deploy his expanded array of weapons, and demonstrate the quick-strike ability to score from anywhere on the field. In short, the splash play must return to the Steelers' offensive arsenal. Its revival largely rests on the now broader shoulders of Kenny Pickett. Only then will the Steelers matter in the offensive-oriented AFC. The 2023 draft will aid Pickett, and it improves the team for the long term. True Steelers success still comes down to Pickett and his passing progress as a second-year pro. Either his markedly improved play will have Steelers Nation slamming celebratory beers at Acroshore Stadium, or its lack will have them crying in them. We have much more on this sweeping Steelers draft class that is garnering great reviews across all of the NFL in this team-transforming edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my print column, First Thing Thursday on Penn Live. It will be packed with plenty of memes bringing Kenny Pickett's beer chugging and the 412 area coach draft celebrating to life and to laughs. Right now, let's get right to it. To dig deeper into what could be a historically good Steelers draft, 
we go right to the source. Bob Labriola, the longtime scribe for Steelers Digest, which was something of a team Bible of weekly information back before the pre-digital age. Labs now labors for Steelers.com, and his take on the draft is rife with an insider's perspective. Here's some of the highlights as Labriola was right there watching Pittsburgh make some premium picks. And he begins right at the top as the Steelers were determined to land one of the top four elite tackles available in 2023. Labs writes, quote, One of the things their draft board was telling them was that there were two distinct levels of prospects at the offensive tackle position. And so when one of the players they slotted in the upper echelon was still available as the picking approached the midway point of the first round, they were aggressive and made a trade to put themselves in position to get their man. Their man turned out to be Georgia offensive tackle Broderick Jones. And the procedure they employed to arrive at Jones being worthy of the cost of an extra pick to trade up to take him was doing, quote, what we do in terms of our preparation, unquote, Mike Tomlin said. Jones is a six foot five, 310 pounder, and since he won't be 22 until May 16th and was a full time starter in just one of his three seasons at Georgia, he's the personification of what Tomlin means with the, quote, Diaper Dandy label. That is a young, moldable player on the rise that the Steelers can develop within their own program. The Steelers got a player who posted the fastest 40 time of any offensive lineman at the combine, a guy whose great competitive juices were cultivated every day because the way Georgia coach Kirby Smart runs his practices is to have the number one offense go against the number one defense on a regular basis. Tomlin gushed this about his new tackle. Quote, he's got a competitor's mentality. He's wired right for this line of work. He's got a desire to be great. He's highly competitive. There's a reason why he put himself in that environment at Georgia. He's been part of a winner. He understands that we are in the winning business values that. He has experienced that. Sometimes you can't really value that unless you've been a part of it, unquote. Hey, think the Steelers like this guy? And there was no question that all of Steelers Nation loved this next pick. We go, the only question was whether the Steelers would trade out of the number 32 slot that opened the draft's second day. We go back to the inside story from Bob Labriola and Steelers.com. He writes, quote, It was widely assumed the Steelers would throw open the bidding for the 32nd pick and decide from among the various packages which one would provide them the best assortment of later picks to set themselves up for success through quantity. Instead, the Steelers go with the bird in the hand. Make no mistake, Joey Porter Jr., son of the Super Bowl-winning Steelers linebacker, is nobody's consolation prize. He navigated his college career, then 
pre-draft job interview process to secure a spot among the elite cornerback prospects in this draft is size, length, quickness, competitiveness, toughness are the raw materials complemented by an approach to business and an on-field demeanor that belie his youth and experience. Defensive coordinator Terrell Austin had this to say on Porter Jr. Quote, I think the big thing with him was that it was always he knew what he had to do. People were coming in to see him because he was a good player, not because of who his dad was. I think he understood that right from the beginning, and he handled it like a true professional. There wasn't a bad word to be said about the young man. And so we feel really, really comfortable in terms of that, unquote. The Steelers stayed on defense with its next pick, adding both beef and youth to an aging defensive line that's had trouble stopping the run. Once again, Bob Labriola picks up the story. Quote, Nono Benton's 10 tackles for loss in 2022 at Wisconsin identified him as a run stuff, and his four and a half sacks the same season teased that he can be more than a two-down player in the NFL. Benton, who stands 6'4 and weighs 309, also offered the Steelers the rare combination of being 21 years old with 36 starts over four years with a Wisconsin program that consistently holds its own in the Big Ten, which made the total package irresistible in the middle of the second round. Said defensive coordinator Austin, quote, You see a guy who is explosive, is heavy-handed, it's extension on guys, and when you see those things and that he can roll his hips, I think those guys in Wisconsin do a great job of teaching players rush plans, and how to use their strength become a better rusher. That's what we see. We're counting on him to be a run stopper and get some bonus out of him as a pass rusher, unquote. Hey, then came my favorite pick of the draft, and the Steelers even traded down a baker's dozen selections and still got the bulldog and their bulldozing tight end, Darnell Washington. Once again, go to Bob Labriola for the story. Quote, at 6'7", 264 pounds, Washington is bigger than the late Tunch Ilkin was when he was starting as offensive tackle for the Steelers throughout the 1980s. And while Washington certainly is athletic enough for the position at the NFL level, what he brings is a physical presence on the end of the line of scrimmage that will make him a best friend for quarterbacks and running backs and a nightmare for defensive ends and linebackers. Offensive coordinator Matt Canada had this to say of Washington, quote, all over the tape. He's a giant human being who takes pride in blocking. He enjoys blocker. He has been quoted as saying he sees himself as a sixth offensive lineman. He understands what his body can do, and I do think he can catch the ball. They had so many weapons at Georgia, and I'm not sure his stats are maybe what you might think he could be. Definitely a blocker. And as a person, when we met him in Indy at the Combine and we had him back in Pittsburgh for a pre-draft visit, 
It's just a really, really good person. Likes football, likes being physical. We're really excited about him, unquote. Hey, so am I, coach. So am I. So you better use them right, Canada. Get it straight. I want to see this guy doing some damage. Of course, the Steelers would also go on to get an edge rusher, cornerback, and another tackle on day three. But it's what Bob Labriola, who is steeped in Steelers history, had to say about the collective impact of this 2023 draft that caught me to take some real notice. I mean, sit up and take notice. Now the rest of the NFL is on notice too. So we go back to Labs once more as he puts this Steelers draft into its historical context. He writes, quote, This college group forever will be identified as the inaugural class of the Omar Khan-Mike Tomlin era. That inaugural class then will serve as one of the many historical markers contributing to the legacy of one of the NFL's most storied franchises. No pressure or anything, right? What they are is a young group of football lovers who believe that when it comes to the issue of butt-kicking on the field, it's better to give than to receive. That's the plan, anyway. An overview of the 2023 draft class shows the Steelers added three 300-plus-pound linemen, a couple of six-foot-two-plus cornerbacks, and an offensive lineman-sized tight end. Think size matters? The Steelers finished last in the NFL in rushing for the 2020 regular season, and they finished last in the NFL in run defense for the 2021 season. Neither of those two years did the Steelers play the brand of football the franchise has valued historically. Over the past few seasons, particularly during the ones where the Steelers were either last in rushing offense or last in rushing defense, Tomlin has referenced in-game events that told a tale of being physically handled on one side or the other of the line of scrimmage. Apparently, not getting handled on one side or the other of the line of scrimmage is a point of emphasis this offseason. It's a point that Benton said was made to him during the pre-draft process with the Steelers. Benton, the new defensive lineman, had this to say about his conversation with Mike Tomlin. Quote, just talking to Coach Tomlin, the main thing I had taken away from that was he wants goons out there. And he wants somebody who's not afraid to get his nose dirty. And I feel like I am the best option for that guy, unquote. Through this free agency period and now the draft, the Steelers have added or retained players on both sides of the ball who aren't afraid to get their noses dirty, which is where it all has to start. And that's really all this is, a start, unquote. Hey, man, just all around great stuff from Bob Labriola, who's been doing it a long, long time, and I really wanted to bring you his insight being there with the team as this draft came together. And we have a great start for 2023. I mean, I can't wait to see these guys in OTA, training camp, the preseason, 
Then we roll up to when the games count. Preceding this season, preceding that first football game, that opener, and we still don't know what the schedule is going to be, but whatever it is, it will be just the excitement, the buzz, the optimism that is going to surround this team has not been seen in Pittsburgh since the height of the Ben Roethlisberger era. It's, it's that simple. I mean, the buzz is building, and it's going to keep building. But despite all the new additions, the, the great reviews on the draft, the, the, the free agency period, all eyes are going to be on quarterback Kenny Pickett. And rightly so, because so goes Pickett, so goes the Steelers, and so goes the mood in Pittsburgh. And we're going to be covering it all, all the twists and turns as this team now, which has been assembled, comes together and practices and strategizes and uh, picks who's going to be in and who's going to be out on offense and, and defense and how they're going to attack both sides of the ball. And of course, it's going to begin the line of scrimmage. We know that. And they won goons out there, which I love. I love that. Even though Tomlin said he's going to make him more uh, press and media friendly. Uh, no more goon comment. But whatever it is, we're going to cover it here on your Steelers Update podcast. And of course, check out my print column every Thursday with, with, with some really funny memes that I always assemble along with a much lengthier print version of the column as well. And of course, Log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.